It's time now for the Rural News with Susan Murray in Hamilton. Kia ora, Susan. Enroading access is becoming an overwhelmingly number one priority in rural areas. Good afternoon, Marnie. Rural advocates say not knowing when cyclone damaged backcountry roads in Tairawhiti and Hawke's Bay will reopen is destabilising farmers' mental health. Several rural groups met in Gisborne yesterday to draw up a blueprint to help farmers and growers work through recovery challenges. Rural women and Beef and Lamb representative Sandra Matthews told Nine to Noon they're pleading with those in power to make access a priority. We can't get stock out of our farms. This is the thing in the hill country and up the coast. We cannot get stock off our farms at the moment and the effect on the on farmers' well-being and mental health is actually starting to build because you know this is the time that a lot of stock goes off the cattle and sheep go off farms um, going into winter because this is when we destock our farms. Um, and at the moment, the farmers are asking questions, what's going to happen? They've got no surety about um, time frames and those sorts of things. So at the moment, people are, people are lucky in a way, um, if you can say we're lucky in this region, because we had supplies of, uh, of grass. So at the moment, um, we're OK. But that surety is really starting to mess with people's heads. Sandra Matthews says farmers who have been running on adrenaline for 15 hours a day are getting tired. As industry organisations, rural women, New Zealand, beef and lamb, federated farmers, whoever it is that's involved, we've got your back. We're working really hard for you with our local council, with um, you know, with whoever we can. So, and we're working hard to get you help. So, you know, hang in there. We're coming. <laughs> Sandra Matthews. Rural insurer FMG is calling on the help of external providers and overseas assessors to process claims for Cyclone Gabriel. The company has received just over 3,000 claims, mostly for water damage to property, contents and vehicles. Rural Proposition Manager Karen Williams says that number is expected to rise. Assessors have been mobilised and they have been for some time um, and you know they're working their way through um, our most vulnerable clients first which are those that have really lost homes and businesses um, and then working their way down the list but obviously given the events being very widespread over recent weeks you know our assessors are working sort of right through the country. We've certainly mobilised all of our internal team, you know, on, on staff team, um, but we're also working with some external providers um, as well to make sure we get as many assessors to, to the people as quickly as we can. Karen Williams says in some cases FMG is paying emergency money into people's bank accounts before the final claim is resolved. A farmer in a remote cut-off settlement north of Napier says they're struggling and feeling forgotten 16 days after the cyclone came through. Tutera sheep and beef farmer Chloe Hill says locals did a lot of work in the early days but now they are wondering when help will come from elsewhere. There is an absolute crisis in, in the farming community here right now which I don't really understand why that has been so downplayed and obviously I feel like 15 days on, people are just slowly going, oh, yep, they've got it covered. Like, as time goes on, everyone kind of just walks away and there's less support. But actually, right now is when we need the support most. Obviously, as much as this rain isn't really welcomed right now, if we were back to 30 degrees, you know, in hot, sunny days like we had last week, there's definitely a big stress point there with people wondering what the heck they're going to do when we've got no water systems and no troughs left and like infrastructure has been wiped out. Chloe Hill hopes they'll have a better idea of what help is available after a community meeting with various industry representatives this afternoon.
Meanwhile, Beef and Lamb's Eastern North Island manager Mark Harris acknowledges the scale of damage is so huge, many are overwhelmed and now feeling the pressure of the huge task ahead. He says they need to take one day at a time. From my own experience, first thing is just make a bit of a plan. Look at the things that you can do. So if you can't get supplies for fencing, is there something else you can start doing? Because the day, when you wake up with a flood, that's the worst it sort of is. And each day you do a little bit, things do gradually improve. The other one is just take a moment to take a breath. Uh, we had an incident where someone was getting really worn down. Someone saw it, they got them out for two days and into you know, a friend's house so they could just get away from it and come back re-energised. But yeah, making that plan is a key thing. Thinking about it structurally, people first, animals second, then other things will fall into place. So look after our people, that's number one. Mark Harris is planning to get to the Tutera meeting this afternoon. And just lastly, the government is investing $9 million to support PhD and postdoctoral students come up with ideas to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The Agriculture Minister announced the funding at the New Zealand Agricultural Climate Change Conference this morning. An additional $350,000 is going to research methane vaccines, which trigger antibodies to suppress methane in animals. Damien O'Connor says the new Centre for Climate Action on Agricultural Emissions needs to attract the best minds if it's going to succeed. Students and young people are our future and as I say the biggest challenge for us as a nation we rely heavily on the production of protein uh, from ruminants. Um, Methane is a big part of our emissions profile Uh, so getting the brightest minds who can be there for a long time hopefully working on solutions um, is, is you know, a very good area for investment. Damien O'Connor says $200,000 is also being put into research looking into the effect plantain has on nitrous, nitrous oxide emissions. And that ends the rural news for today. Koia rā te purongo o te Kia ora, Susan.